This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. BHP Podcast is proudly presented by Dead Down Wind, Stealth Camp, Tinks, Skullhooker, Grind Life Coffee. We also want to tell you guys to check out the new Fred Bear Feel Notes Podcast, available on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Learn about Fred Bear and his heritage. It's something you're not going to want to miss, and it's one of those things that really bring And it's one of those things that really bring bow hunters together. show oh tim's muted <laughs> you i swear well i had you on two and i, I didn't know you're on three that's okay we had a situation here tim spilled a beer everywhere so now we're trying to recover beer down beer down we feel bad for the beer <laughs> for the deer or the, for beer? the beer oh well you should be so. you should feel bad so what's been going on man I'm we've had a we've had a busy Whoa. busy couple weeks here <laughs> dang I'm setting up this trail camera as we're talking, and this thing takes a lot of batteries. Like 18 dollars. Wow. Crazy. This is the Stealth Cam, uh, one of our sponsors. Thank you, Stealth Cam, for this amazing wireless camera from Verizon, or I should say with Verizon. So yeah, now, it's pretty cool to see the pictures come in from that, dude, actually. So, that's, so that's, cool. that's pretty sick. Like, Yeah, that is really <laughs> something. And it's nice that you don't have to be there to get the photos. You know, you know, you know what I'm excited about is like, hunting days right where you're you're ready to go out you can see in the morning or whatever if there's anything at your stand so you know whether or not you need to come in slow or give it a minute you don't want to spook them off you know so well the thing about that cool. though that cameras that i think you kind of for, you think that but you forget that they could be standing just off the side <laughs> right yeah, yeah. you can only see what's on yeah camera. you can only see what's yeah, right yeah, in front true. of you that usually yeah. becomes an issue and you know because i mean I, i've seen it in the past where it's like all right, they're they're in every day at seven thirty. They're in every day at seven thirty, and seven thirty rolls around. I see nothing, you know. Oh, but opposite times, I have seen deer come yeah. in at that time, you know. Um, but maybe not exactly where they were the day before, or you know. A lot of times, deer follow the same patterns, but they, to an extent, but they're usually not the shortest pattern. They might have a long, you know, three mile radius of their. Yeah, no, I've seen it a lot where they they follow the same the, they follow the same passing routine, but it's not necessarily like on a scheduled like every other day. It could be every third day, yes, you know exactly. that kind of thing. So 
So it's sometimes hard to predict from that nature because weather gets in the way. I mean, how are you feeling right now? I mean, are you excited that you have that whole side to yourself? You have Dude, 15 I, acres to yourself. You know what? It's pretty cool. To be honest with you, I'm really excited about hunting that spot. I would be too, but so. the question I have for you, are you going to go do anything? Like, you can put a stand up this year? Yeah, I didn't do line? anything last year. Well, I get it, but Other are you feeling blind. different? Like, maybe you don't want to do a ground blind this year? Or are you no, I, so just I go think tuck that, it in now? I think that spot, I need to do a, I need to, I need to do exactly what I did last year, which is do a ground blind because that, that the, the, where the stand's at right now, I think it's a little bit too far away from where the deer travel. And where the deer travel, there's no good trees to put the stand on. So I think ground blind, because there's a lot of shorter shrubs around that area, and I can tuck a ground blind pretty well back into it. So where I had it last year, um, you know, I had a shot on several different deer. Mm-hmm. It was just a matter of being patient and waiting. So it seems like a really good spot. Um, it'll be really interesting, and I'm not sure yet, and I don't think, you know, obviously nobody's sure yet in Michigan, now that there's a no-bait rule, as long as everybody follows it, to see if we see a big shift in deer patterns. I think you're going to see, I'm telling you right now, that spot has always been, um, has always been a good spot. Like, when I say good, I mean, it is literally one of the best crossing paths there's there. I think that's a benefit. Dude, you're going to see. I'm in a little bit of a funnel where they have to cross at that property in order to get anywhere else. Oh, for sure. So it, is, it is amazing, and I think you're going to find that it's going to be one of the best, you know, for you in that situation. Yeah. Now, I feel like where I'm at, see, that's the thing. Where I'm at, the deer are going to come from your direction. So, like, they might not come right from you, but they actually come down. Because that's like, a, it actually funnels. Um, it actually yeah. funnels. And, I, you know, I got the Onyx app. Uh, I forgot. Well, you I have the this. river on the one side, so they can't, they're not crossing that river. So the only way that they can get over to your side is to really come through my area to see them so that, that's pretty i'm excited to see if i get the same action that i did last year because i only hunted that spot for a day and a half total last year because i was i was floating in the other spots and uh, the day and a half that i was there i saw tons of action so it was really good <laughs> i'm sorry it's got an inappropriate comment i want to make but i'm not gonna do it what did i what did i say say it what is your comment <laughs> use use uh i'm sorry i'm sorry I'm confused right now. I know. I, I don't even know what I said that was wrong. I know. You have a weird mind. When it comes to deer hunting, I just don't feel like you get a lot of action. <laughs> <laughs> you said it twice. I just don't think you see uh, the deer town. I, I got a lot of action, though. That was the thing. Like <laughs> There was, a, was so there's, much. I had more action than you guys did. That's a true statement. <laughs> yeah, it's weird for us. Like Where me and Nopumar, it's like, we don't see a lot of deer, but we see big deer. That's right. the thing. When we do see one, it's 140, 160 inch deer. We're like, right. whoa, you know, and it, it's like choke city. Here we come, you know, because yeah. you're yeah. not used to seeing anything. All of a sudden, you see this monster. You're like, ah! Ah! You come, and they come out of nowhere from where you're at too. It's really kind of hard. And then, then Dude, you have a very small window because very that small property window of a shot. is so big. So this year, um, Nopum and I decided to move back into the woods, which his dad's been telling us for years to get our butts off the, the field. And it's just the field so nice because you can see more, you know. It's, it makes it – you can see the planes. You can see, like, you know, air balloons. You can see <laughs> just about anything and everything, and it, it makes it exciting. <laughs> but it makes, like, something's going down. I don't know. I can't explain it. In the uh, woods, you, you see nothing, right? Well, nothing. you know what? These trail cams are probably going to be a game changer to prove to you what's there and what's not. Well, the thing about it is Nopum's got this – the wireless one i do not have that by mine it's it's a um it is a standard one which is still good you know when we go out there we'll check it um but we only have two of these verizon cameras this one i was gonna put at kevin's new property so we can see what's stealth going camera. on there yeah the stealth yeah. yeah so anyway um 
I, and that was my thought. Like, you know, if we get one there, we, <laughs> my mind went completely blank for some reason. You said that, and it just went, <laughs> everything shut off. I'm like, what just happened? Uh, but everything from that point on, you know, we'll be able to see what's going on at each spot. At least at, at least at the airport area, we know we have one camera. We can see something going on. So we know it's a big deer, right? No matter if it's your spot or my spot, there's a big deer on the property. And we know there's maybe a couple. And his dad said he, they've already seen, like, two or three. So that tells me that we're going to have a great year this year. Where's I mean, he seen them? Over by your spot or over by James' spot? They see him across the way. By your spot, then? I think it'd be more by me. But the thing is, they, they everything I've ever been told about it is that they walk across the whole thing. They'll start yeah. from you, and they work their way across the street. They take that trail all the way down and pass, and then in the woods, and pop back out and cut across back where Nopum used to be. Yeah. So I, I think feel, that's what we saw last season, too. Not not the big guys, but all the other deer had the same sort of pattern. Correct. Yeah, there's a lot of deer that will move from you to where Brian was last year. Now, yeah. Brian this year is excited because he gets the bull all to himself. So he gets that whole top corner by himself. And I told him. I'm smiling because he, he, he's excited until he hunts it, and then he doesn't see anything the first night. Well, it doesn't matter. He ain't moving. <laughs> That's his spot. You got that 15 lock. No one's hunting that middle left ground because that comes to me. So mm-hmm. we left it alone. Nope, and I talked about it. We said, nope, we'll both sit like this. Put him there, you there. So where's done. Jamie at then? He moved? He's going to be 250 yards to my right. So he's going to be up on the hill? Nope. at the bottom. We're both in the same ravine. Except for I'm oh, the left okay. and he's I, to the right. I understand. He's by okay. the river and I'm by the, by more by you. I got you. you. I got you. And I'm further back. So this is where I hunted when I first came to this spot. I always hunted this back spot and I saw a lot of deer back there. It's just that this we try. Well, so anyway, back to the original story. We uh, are putting in a food plot back there. We start putting in a food plot and we have a massimo and the massimo has a quarter, uh, an inch and a quarter receiver okay and then we have this uh groundhog max disc thing we're trying to tear up the ground well in order to get it to work it has a two inch receiver so we had to buy an extension and all this stuff right well what happened was when we did the extension the weight went on the extension and not on the groundhog Max. oh so it just bouncing on the ground it bent the frame like of the thing slightly like the chassis area of that massimo i'm like you got to be kidding me so everybody's going at the maximum. Yeah, I agree, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> but it's also five grand compared to twenty grand. Exactly. There's a big difference, you know. Like ours has paid off. You know, if I want to go ride around that thing all day and ruin the crap out of it, still cheap as can be. Because so, could you hook that up to the Polaris or the Honda? Uh, I mean, yes, but uh, the best one to use is Kevin's. Kevin's uh, machine is the weight is right in the back. Can I get my Jeep back there? Um, no, hmm. doubt it. You, I mean, you could. It's going to get roughed up bad. I mean, there's huge pine trees. We have to blow through all that stuff like, to you. get in. And I even cut some of those branches down. Like, you could get halfway, but you'll never even get to the spot. It's so narrow. I say we run a Jeep from Enterprise and buy the insurance. <laughs> <laughs> it worked last time, right? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> hey, we got the insurance, right? We could do you whatever get the insurance to do whatever you want. Yeah. That's a true statement. Unless they changed it. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, that'd be awesome, though. Could you imagine? We go, like, all right, what are you guys using it for? Uh, well, we're putting ah. in food plots. <laughs> yeah, putting in food plots. I'm get a they don't even know what that is. Like, no. Like, They'd be like, oh, okay, that okay, sounds yeah, cool. Yeah. Like, okay, he said it. <laughs> um, yeah, we just, I don't know, there's just a lot of work to do and trying to figure it out. It's not easy, you know. Since 1971, Burris has been the leader in optics innovation, and that continues today with products like the new Oracle range-finding Bowsight. Burris offers the best value on the market today. Their optics are durable, reliable, and affordable. Everything they offer from red dots and rifle scopes to their binos and bow sights are backed by their 
forever warranty. Burris, find what matters. For 20 years, StealthCam has been at the forefront of trail camera development and innovation. From the industry's first 4K ultra-high-definition DS4K and the XV4's advanced high-resolution night imaging to the latest in wireless technologies, StealthCam continues to deliver the highest quality, most reliable trail cameras available. Your images begin at StealthCam.com. Coffee break If you're looking for premium coffee for those who grind every day, if life is an adventure and not just a routine, grind life is for you. You could be an adventurer, military person, first responder, outdoorsman, factory worker, or just red-blooded patriotic American. Grind Life is here to help you achieve success in everything you do. Visit GrindLifeCoffee.com and tell them BHP Podcast sent you. And enjoy a fresh brew just like us. Yo, Kevin, give me a warm-up. Well, I think it, it's been a big change this year in, uh, in prep, you know, with the new rule change. I know a lot of states have been dealing with um, what we're dealing with this year um, longer than we have. But, it, you know, it, it's a big change when you have to hunt. We have to change your whole hunting style that you've been used to. Um, you know, putting in putting in um, baiting and all that kind of stuff makes it easier. And I'm not, you know, it, it does hands down. It but does. I'm going to say this though: it but, does for up north, like where you were hunting with John up there. Baiting draws them right in. Yeah, I will say this though: baiting is kind of a waste of time where we hunt now, the local spot. And I say that because. The only thing it's good for is stopping a deer, but the bucks don't come to it. Like, and I it, do not see the big bucks on the And piles. it's only good for a certain part of the season. Late That's season? That's it, too. It depends where you are. It doesn't like matter. Where you're sitting, where yep. you're sitting now, behind you, is one of the biggest cornfields I've ever seen in my life. Yep. It's like 1,000 yards across yep. times 1,000. I mean, it's well, like that, huge. That's where timing this year to the rut is going to be huge for mm-hmm. hunting, for where I'm at, because that's what happened last year. I was, we were yeah. hunting basically pre-rut, and they were responding to calls, and that's, what, that's why they ended up coming in. Mm-hmm. If we hunt earlier, we have a different schedule, or we're just not close to rut, uh, I might not see anything. That yeah. Day. I don't yeah. know. That's we'll true. We'll see. I don't know. I think you're going to see deer for sure. It depends on now. Can you stop them? But you're shooting a crossbow, right? So are you I am, but the, the area that I'm in, it's, it, they could stay in cover the whole time. Well, that's and what I just I'm saying to you. Shot, I wonder if you, you know? should think, consider a tree stand. Problem is, I don't, I don't know where to put it because where, where they would go, where, yeah. where it's at well, now you know you is opposite where they would go. What you actually should do is rent a brush hog and cut down a lot of the thick stuff so you have paths, shooting lanes. Yeah, there, but there's no, there's no. What I'm saying is that there's no trees where I. No, no, no. Forget the, the. I'm saying if you use a ground blind, you oh, put yeah. it in now, tuck yeah. it in now. And then cut those brush hog those lanes yeah. so you can shoot left, right, center, and know that if they go through the brush, they're coming out in this hole. Boom. You know, and you have the yeah. marker of rock. You can take rocks and paint them. So you can put markers of distance so you know orange is 40, right? So you don't even have to think about it. Like, you see that rock. You see their foot right in front of you. You're like 38. Boom. You yeah. know. These are just, you know, like, I wish I had that when I shot that buck a couple years ago and missed, you know, and I, I missed over the top. If I'd have markers like that, because I didn't have my rangefinder, I forgot it that day. I and never, I was a crossbow. No, I, I won't even hunt if I don't have it. Well, that's what I'm saying. I got put <laughs> in a bad position, right? And yeah. so if I would have mark like rocks out there with markings, like colored golf balls, anything, just to yeah. help me You'd get have the a ranges. Better shot at least. Especially with a crossbow. A bow, you can it's still uh, believe me. There's still, more I think there's more feel with a bow than there is with a crossbow. Crossbow, it's you can't you you don't have a feel for where you're aiming versus where you're shooting. 
I agree. Cro- crossbow, it's so flat. So you're looking flat. through a scope. You Absolutely. don't see anything else. You can't even judge. Yep. You can't be like, uh, it looks 20, it looks 30. You're not looking around because yep. you can't see anything else besides the scope. 100%. So you can't get a feel for, okay, you can count out in your mind, 20 yards right there, 40 yards, eh, 45, boom, you know. Yep. But that's something you should learn. I mean, if you're if you're a, a avid outdoorsman hunter, that would be an important thing to try to learn. Freehand it, baby. Freehand Well, you know what helps with that is recurve. Yeah, that you, know, you shoot very you shoot helpful. any recurve at all. You can I mean you, you get the trajectory down, although although it's you know it's a lot flatter obviously with the with the compound bowl, but at least you get to be able to learn how to how to look down the arrow. Yeah, yeah, so, for sure. Uh, oh. so, so well, what else what so so that, what other prep are you planning on doing at your spot? I'm in a bad position because I, I just I don't have a lot of time to get back out there. And then on top of that, uh, you know, I'm trying to help Kevin with his local spot. So I'm, and I know I can hunt there too. So I'm just like I'm kind of split right now. Right. But my thought was I was going to wait um, and go back in the fall and kind of just clean it up then, even though it's a bad idea. But like I don't really have a choice. Like I don't know when else I would go. Like I'm going to go in September. Is my thought. Like just take a Saturday drive out there if you want to go work on your spot. And then go out there and just kind of, you know, get some bow hangers up, things like that that I don't have. Maybe put a new stand up. I don't know. It just depends. But I'm going to take the four-wheeler back there so I can get in there. Right. And I'm just going to load that with a tree stand, steps, everything I need in case I decide. No, I don't know what I'm going to do yet, you know. But I'm like, I'm just going to have it ready to go. And I'm going to go out there and just, you know, think about it, look around, brush, you know, maybe weed whip some stuff. I'll take my weed whacker and get like a blade for it. They sell blades. Or, or go buy, like, a gas one, a powerful yeah. one, so I could, like, whip, you know, get things out of the way so I can get in. Because there's, like, poison ivy in there I've seen and stuff. Do you have, so. a, do you have a plan B? I don't have a plan. Well, plan B, no, because I'm in a bad spot. Like I said, I still have to set up the one Kevin's got locally. I'm in two weird spots right now. Yeah. But you don't even have, like, if, if the tree stand Oh, I have a plan working, B. There's two like... tree stands there already. Okay. There's two there. There's one across from each other. So, it, in worst case, it, you know. Would um, you hunt the field, though? If you had to in the ground oh, blind? Oh, I could. Yeah. I could, yeah. I, I loved hunting that ground blind there yeah. in the front. It was fun. I didn't have to climb anything. I could sit in there. I could play video games <laughs> on the Switch. I had a good time. But, you know, now, you know, where we're at and all that, you know, it's going to be – it's when you hunt in a tree stand, it's a little different than a ground blind. Like, in a tree stand, there's no room for air. You can't move as much. You can't do as much stuff. In a ground blind, you can pretty much lock everything down except for one window, especially if you know you can't shoot out the back window. You just leave little slits to look out of. Right. That's it. So you can see them coming. You, you don't have to worry about them seeing you. You can mess around. You can, you know, you can't like have a cigar or something, but you can, right. you know, enjoy yourself. I feel like I feel like we own a sports team and we're in a rebuilding phase this yeah. year. Yeah, honestly. Well, we need more time. And like No Boom said in the text, we need more people out there working. Like right. you got to get like if you have two or three guys to each spot, it's easy to clean up fast and you know it's a lot easier on everybody to have more people helping right especially with stands like hey you know throw me that rope and pull it up otherwise like i might be on my own back there you know so i have to figure out a way to pre-tie everything <laughs> off tie it to my my hip when's the last time you actually put up a tree stand yourself? it's been a while man <laughs> i'm not really interested in doing it to be honest. <laughs> yeah i get it it's, it's a lot of work and physically and if you're not used to it it can be physical. i'll tell you what be what, what would be phenomenal for my spot but it's unrealistic is in the middle of the field where I'm hunting at would be to put one of those tripod stands fully enclosed, like because I could reach out in any direction on that. Um, yes, you're right. And that spot would be a great place yep. for a tripod because you still have a tree line. Yep. So if you got it close enough to the tree line, you could actually be like, you know, it'll look like, and if you blend it in right, that's the one thing people always do wrong. They got these beautiful box stands, right? 
But, like, they don't take branches and zip time to the legs. They don't take, like, make it look like a freaking tree. Yeah, I, mean, I think the thing is, like, you're still going to see deer. You're still going to have opportunity. But I don't think the big boys are going to Come close that. to that. Yeah, yeah they're going to yeah. keep avoiding If you're trophy hunting or you're going after the big guy on the property, you're going to have a hard time shooting it out of there. Unless you're shooting yeah. a gun because then, then obviously they can come Well, it's funny because Ron had this problem originally at the, one of the local spots we go to where he put a blind on a still. Like, so all he did is he built the platform and put a blind on it. It's pretty cheap and mm-hmm. easy. Built a nice 12, 10-foot uh, bl- uh, structure. Yep, and just tied a blind to it. He's, he put, uh, you know, uh, hook eyes, whatever you call them. Mm-hmm. He just, boom, you know, right to it. Ratchets can't go anywhere. Wind no matter what. He ain't going. He, the deer would avoid it at first. They would just, skin, you know, skin, go all the way around it. They were very smart about, like, not going near it, right? So he got smart and said, you know what? I got to really tuck it in. Like, it's not blended in enough. So he pushed it into the woods. Like, so now he cut out the woods, he pushed the whole thing in somehow, I have no idea how he did it, got it in the woods, went up there, and I mean, he put tree limbs everywhere, like, he attached them everywhere, it looks like it's a big tree bush, that's all it looks like now, and they come right under it. That's what I do, that's what I do up north, is I I have a spot tucked in, like, I'm, I'm, my spot is covered on three sides by natural pines anyway, Mm -hmm. but in front of it, I pile up dead pines till it's, till it's the side, till it's at the height of my window. So below my window, it's all pines. So the only thing the deer can see is anything above the pines, and that's worked out phenomenally. But it's, I've stayed pretty hidden for the most part. I so. think um, I was thinking about this the other day. Like I was hunting with Brian. We were hunting his local spot that he used to have access to, and we were, I was sitting back there, and I was in a ground blind. We tucked it in nicely. And um, I was sitting there, dude, for like I could hear deer behind me. I was sitting there probably for three hours in the morning, right? It was probably like 8 o'clock, and I'm like, dude, come on, you know, like. There's got to be a deer walk. I mean, we had like, you know, it was bait out there. I mean, it was like, it was like you were going to get a deer, you know? Right. And I'm not exaggerating. Like, I, I, I was looking down and I looked up. And the next thing I know, I hear, and I see this tail and this deer run away. I'm like, are you kidding me? That sucks. Three hours of sitting here and that's what just happened to me? That sucks. I mean, it was like coming towards me. And it was just looking, you know. It didn't. You didn't even know I was there. What was do you just, think it did? Like, do you think it smelled? Like, it, it no, it saw me move. Or, yeah, it saw it that, really? that flick, okay. you know, because it was just staring, probably in this direction. It probably came down the trail like I thought it would, but instead of just keep walking to where I see it first, it like stopped and it was just staring like this, right, yeah. and just scanning. And then all of a sudden, I put my head up and it saw and it turned and ran. And I'm like, Are you serious right now? Like, what's the odds of that? Like, it's a split second. Like, I mean, it, but the thing that sucked is it had to come in facing me. Like, couldn't it came in, like, across or yeah. <laughs> any other option? Do you, wear, do you wear a face mask in a, in a ground blind or anything like uh, yes, that? Yes, I no? do. Do you black out? I wouldn't say I black out. I usually just do camo. But there's camo around me. I blacked so I out feel. in recent years, and I, I, I don't know if it helps or not. I don't know if I've noticed really Where were you when difference. you woke up? Um, <laughs> 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 I was in your bed. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know, we got to cut this one short. We do have another interview. We got to get on two minutes here. So, uh, sorry for the short podcast, guys, but uh, thanks for listening. Now, how's your season going? Like, what are you guys doing to prepare? You know, are you th- going through the same struggles as us, trying to find time? Are you already done? Are you like, you guys are a joke? We're already done. Ready you have to, to switch up your game yeah, this I year. Mean, What's going on? What is your tactic to get it done? Send us a text or, you know, not a text. What the hell am I telling you? <laughs> <laughs> Comment on, the, on this. Um, uh, Phone this. number 586 <laughs> <laughs> yeah no seriously though send us an email or, or comment somewhere on anything i don't know i'm just curious how you guys are doing and what you're setting up for all right we'll so see you next it. time see you next time bye Man, he's stopping she don't want to stop
Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.